You're listening to The Worship Review, a podcast which evaluates contemporary Christian music for the good of the church to the glory of God. This podcast is for the whole church to encourage thoughtful engagement with the words, emotions, and ideas in our music. We hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hello and welcome to The Worship Review, the podcast which critically and charitably examines the texts of Christian worship music. My name is Tyler. I'm one of the regular co-hosts here. I'll be holding down the fort today, and I'm joined by the one and only Colin. This is like uh, AM radio or something, like in the middle of the night. This is You're talking in such a sleek and <sighs> sleepy way. <laughs> Thank you, Colin. <laughs> my, I didn't get to introduce myself. Hold on there. My name is Colin. I am a... Uh, history professor, and a former worship leader, as Tyler is as well. We don't say that enough, maybe, on the show, but we actually, we aren't just two guys. We we have done, we have probably between the two of us, I don't know, 30 years of a worship leading experience, maybe, or something like that. Yeah, a lot of time, a lot of time in rehearsals and in front of churches. And yeah. um, not saying we were any good, but... Well, I'm not saying Colin was any good at it, but <laughs> yeah, we do have experience doing that, and uh, and now we work in fields where uh, precision of speech really matters and uh, discussing ideas is kind of what people do. So And peer review, right? So that's the other thing is we, we live in, we work in fields where it's expected that your ideas will need to be, um, uh, will need to go through a, a kind of a judgment process from people who also work in your field and are also credentialed academics. And, you know, there's nothing quite really like that for worship music. A lot of worship music, it's generated and produced and recorded and distributed before there's any kind of like real critical feedback. It's certainly not for the content of the music, right? You know? Yeah. And I think this is also, it, this isn't unique to Christian music. It seems like uh, American Christian culture in general, if I can be so bold as to speak that broadly, uh, tends to think that criticism is somehow bad. Like to speak critically of something is to uh, be a mean person, a mean spirited mm. person to, to offer correction or adjustment uh, is somehow uh, malicious. And so uh, just for any listeners who are new to the show, we're not trying to be malicious here. And yeah. uh, what we're trying to do is be constructively critical and build up the church by building up the um, quality of the words that we sing to God in worship. Yeah, this is not a mean-spirited show. I don't think so. anyone could accuse us of, of being mean-spirited. We'll sometimes make some jokes, but the very fact that we're making those jokes shows that we're not actually hostile. Yeah, and if if you have criticism of us, you're probably right. And uh, <laughs> if you think I'm an idiot, you're probably right about that too. So uh, with that being said, today we're talking about uh, a song called There Was Jesus. And this is a song by Zach Williams. Of course, we'll recognize him from Chain Breaker, uh, an episode of the show we did before. And uh, he's joined by Dolly Parton, who is an obscure who? country musician. Um, no, of course not. She is a superstar in the country and pop worlds. Uh, she's got a career 
which officially spans seven decades. So she started in the in the end of the 60s and saw the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, zeros, 10s, and 20s. Which is, first of all, anyone who has witnessed the world for that long, but anyone who has witnessed the United States since the 60s, you know, in a career has seen a lot. And so just venerable in that respect. Um, She's also a philanthropist and a businesswoman. And she has kind of these, uh, I don't know if you're aware of this, but devotees, you might say, people really, they just like Dolly Parton. She's just sweet and kind and caring. And uh, she gives a lot of her fortune to help people. I don't know if you're aware of this, Colin. She has a, a book program for children where she just Mm -mm. if your kids don't have books at home she wants to increase childhood literacy and get parents reading to kids uh she just sends books out every month a new book comes to you for your child um wow in the united states at least i I can't speak outside of the united states and so um my wife is actually one of one of the people who just kind of adores whatever dolly parton does and uh as someone who does, I, I just don't get it that much. I, I, um, I can respect someone who's giving and kind and self-sacrificial, of course. But I wouldn't say like uh, I get excited when I hear that Dolly Parton is going to be somewhere. And so I asked mm-hmm. her, "What is it about Dolly Parton that you like?" And um, uh, her answer is really interesting. She mentioned the philanthropy. She mentioned the selflessness. But you know, she also mentioned that. Dolly Parton's husband has desired to be out of the public spotlight since they got married because hmm. he knew this was going to be it was going to be a very public uh, figure, yeah. the woman he was marrying. Yeah. And she has respected that their entire marriage. And they have uh, what my wife described as a very strong marriage um, from, I guess, what's able to tell. And Dolly Parton has always striven to keep her husband out of the spotlight at his request, which I thought that's an interesting reason to really like someone. Um, they respect the wishes of their um, of their spouse. And also, of course, I asked my wife if I could say that on the show, and she said yes. But yeah. um, I don't know. Just people love Dolly Parton, and so when she appears on a Christian song, um, I didn't even know really that Christianity was such a, an important factor of her mm. her life, but it seems like it is. So yeah, I think so. Good. And this song, um, it received nominations for the Song of the Year and the Pop slash Contemporary Recorded Song of the Year in 2021 at the Double Awards. But the Grammys were more uh, giving, I guess, or more friendly toward it. It actually won Best Contemporary Christian Music Performance slash Song in 2021 at the Grammys. So this is an award-winning mm-hmm. song, There Was Jesus. Wow. Colin, what is this song about? You know, I'll give a short summary. I think what it's saying is that Jesus, for the Christian, Jesus is always there. Jesus is there in the past and in the present and the future. Jesus is there in the good times and the bad times. And um, it just kind of doesn't matter where you are, temporally or geographically or emotionally, Jesus is there. Now, what is there? What is the there there? I guess we'll, maybe we'll chat, chat about that. And there's maybe some other things that probably need some fleshing out, but I think that's the gist. Yeah. 
I have uh, I have some thoughts about the there, but it's yeah. interesting. You said he um, he's been there for the Christian's entire life, and I was wondering, yeah. like, would you <laughs> facetiously would you say? he's kind of like alpha and omega, like the whole span of the thing, like from beginning to end. Uh, yeah. That sounds like an innovative idea, Tyler. You should write that one down. Yeah. I, I got to get out um, some papyrus that I can scribble that on. Uh, you know, a good place to think about this would be the island of Patmos. Yeah. It's a nice little spot. Yeah. Just call me John. Um, yeah. All right. So. TJ. <laughs> Tyler John. TJ. Uh, or we could do the thing where it's like, your name, your name is Tyler, but you shall henceforth be called X, where X is some yeah, like innovative right. yeah. name. That's right. Let's get into the lyrics. Every time I try to make it on my Every time I try to stand, start to fall And all those lonely roads that I've traveled on there was Jesus. Every time I try to make it on my own, every time I try to stand, I start to fall. And all those lonely roads that I have traveled on, there was Jesus. So yeah, uh, the person is talking about what sounds to me like works righteousness. So that's part of the problems, trying to make it on my own. Now, we don't know what make it means. Like that can mean worldly success it could mean again it could mean righteousness but probably you know th those two things are in the ballpark standing and starting to fall you know i don't know what that is exactly you know again it's it just kind of connotes a, a vague image of trying to get up and not being able to in yeah yeah again i don't know whether that means like business or in just life, work, relationships, I don't know. I mean, it speaks a bit to relationships with the lonely roads I have traveled on. So again, idea of movement somewhere, but not with anybody. So loneliness is part of the... So there are just these various kind of vagueish problems. Loneliness, maybe works righteousness, attempts at success, and Jesus um, was there at that time. There was Jesus. Yeah, I. It's funny thinking back to the song, the the previous song we did, "Holy Water." There, there's this mention of roads there too, and I wonder if this is a kind yeah. of little trope. Um, oh, it definitely we have is the lonely roads, and uh, you know the there's that Green Day song, "I Walk a Lonely Road," and I I don't know if this is uh you know thinking of that or not. Um, but yeah, we have, they can't make it on their own, so insufficient. Trying to stand, starting to fall, they're insufficient and unstable. And then there's lonely roads that they're traveling on, so they're insufficient, unstable, and lonely. I think we have a problem here, right? <laughs> we have three problems, really. And uh, I think, uh, if I may... What this brought to my mind was this children's catechism that we have. It was actually, uh, it's essentially a summary of the Shorter Catechism by G.I. Williamson, and it's just called Introduction to the Shorter Catechism for Children. Um, yeah, it doesn't have a cool kid's name or anything like that, like the fun catechism. Uh, I don't know if you can, how do you make catechism fun? Um, but it, it's interesting because uh, in the Westminster 
shorter and larger catechisms. Um, the um, the Savior, Jesus Christ, has three different offices that he executes. So these are probably familiar to you. These are questions 65. What are they, the, the offices? The offices of a prophet, of a priest, and of a king. And what I like- I'm very curious where you're going with this. Okay, good. You're like, how does this tie in? But um, they're questions 69 to 71 of this children's catechism, which I like the children's catechism because it's very simple by, by design. Um, question 69, why do you need Christ as a prophet? Answer, because I am ignorant. Question 70, why do you need Christ as a priest? Because I am guilty. And question 71, why do you need Christ as a king? Answer, because I am weak and helpless. And so I think this hmm. song is latching on yeah. to the third office, the need for a king. I am insufficient, I'm unstable, and I'm lonely. Okay, well, less than yeah. lonely. Um, but I am weak and I am helpless is what I think this song is trying to get across. I need Christ the king. Um Christ executing his office as a king uh, to be my Lord, literally. Yeah. And uh, when you asked about the there, you're like, what is the there? What does was mean? Uh, I think here we have there's two possibilities. There's a literal there, which refers to a place, right? There is my cup. It's, you know, my cup is on the table. Um, and then there's this existential there. Like, there are two dogs in the park meaning there exist two different two dogs in the park um I'll, that's not the best example because that's also it could be physical and literal um but maybe something like there is a kind of thing that just kills a man uh, you know in that song that we did a few weeks ago where the guy's like, there's just a kind of thing that kills a man. It's like, it's not talking about a place where that thing resides. It's just saying there exists something which just brings a man to his knees. Uh, and I think, interestingly, both could work here. Um, it could be the lonely roads that I've traveled on, literally. Um, there, on that road with me, was Christ. Um, or existential uh, he existed there too um it's curious that he it's it's all in the past tense here um at least when referring to christ um but i think i mean there's obvious psalm 23 references to like walking through the valley of the shadow of death and i think there may be a reference to colossians 1 uh at least conceptually um, where Christ, this is the he, he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. Uh, he is the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead, so that everything he might have the supremacy. I think that might be kind of what we're getting at, where like, no matter what has happened in my life, and they, they actually say this in some of their comments on this song, no matter where I was or what was going on 10, 20 years ago, he was there with me. Um I think that's what's going on. Mm. Tyler, have you ever milked a cow? Uh, I am happy to say I have not done that. You should try it. I bet you would get every drop of milk out of that cow. When the life I built came crashing to the ground When the friends I had were nowhere to be found I couldn't see it then 
When the life I built came crashing to the ground, when the friends I had were nowhere to be found, I couldn't see it then, but I can see it now. There was Jesus. All right, so kind of circling back around the same ideas, but just maybe stating them in a different way. So when the life I built came crashing to the ground, this Again, kind of seems like making it on your own and standing and starting. This seems like a, maybe a slightly different vignette for just, yeah, having things but having a crisis, you know, in some way. Like, it, it, it tumbled. I had a thing and it, it tumbled. I Again, we don't know more than that. It's, it's, it's a bit vague, but that's a gist. And then again, kind of loneliness. So we had the lonely roads and now we have... The friends I had were nowhere to be found. So back to the idea of being kind of isolated and lonely. Uh, and then I I kind of like this last line is a bit new or this penultimate line is a bit new. I couldn't see it then, but I can see it now. So during all this tumult of various sorts, crisis, loneliness, whatever, lack of success, maybe even works righteousness, I don't know. The, the person looks back and says, hey, at the time, I didn't realize that there was Jesus in that or with me or whatever, um, but he was. He was there. So that's kind of that's kind of nice, you know? Yeah. And true. Yeah, absolutely. And the friends forsaking reminded me of Psalm 27, where yep. though my mother and father forsake me, it's written, the Lord will receive me. Um this uh, these are these are very real things i mean hopefully your life doesn't come crashing down too often um and your friends don't forsake you very often but it will happen and it can happen in this yeah. life and yet um in christ we're not forsaken we're not um we're not left without a friend or without a home mm-hmm. or uh, without a life i do think that's one of the nice things about being a christian i mean it's even the case that Christians struggle, you know, when Christians are struggling with some of these things, it, it they, even Christians can forget the very real presence of God in those moments. But I think God is very faithful to, to help us to look back and see Christ. Like I think of sad or difficult or even traumatic experiences in my life, and I can look back on each of them, even at this point, and say, I can see where Christ was working in that. And it's funny for the things that I can't yet. And there are things like that where it's kind of like, why did that happen? You know what? I, I, I've, I've had enough of the things happen where I can see Christ at work that I have enough faith to kind of say, all right, I don't understand this now, but I probably will at some point in this life or in the next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's a different thing than what the world offers. I remember there's a movie, which I would not necessarily uh, recommend because it has some objectionable content, but the it, there's a scene in The Watchmen uh, mm. where this woman is thinking back about this really horrible incident that happened to her in the past, and her her daughter is interrogating her about this, and she says, "Well," and I'm paraphrasing here because I don't remember the exact words. Um, 
just time heals all wounds or something like yeah. that. Yeah, isn't that just trite? Yeah, and and uh, she doesn't say those words, but she says something very much like that, where it's like, well, if, you know, so much time has passed, like, let bygones be bygones. And uh, the Christian answer to that is so much better. It's It's God sees all, and God was not forsaking you in that moment. He was with you. And you will never walk alone in a real sense. And yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. I'll wipe away every tear from your eye. Yeah. It's like, the, the, so when somebody says like time heals all wounds, all they're saying is you might forget what happened. Yeah. Whereas what, whereas what Christianity is saying is like, no, you will, that, that, that thing will gradually a, attain meaning and not only meaning, but like a sanctified meaning. Like you'll not only understand why it happened, you'll actually be kind of grateful that it happened. Like you'll actually be able to say, oh God, I, I'm i really thankful. I can see why that happened. Or I at least have a sense of why that happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think heaven's going to be a lot of that. Like us looking back at things that were just atrocious that we didn't understand or that seemed horrible. And like having these just eureka moments of like, whoa, that's why that happened. Yeah. You know? And you, you look at something like the Lord of the Rings... And if you just had the story up to any number of points, you would feel so mm. hopeless and so discouraged and you can't see how it all fits together. Yeah. And I don't know if I'm allowed to spoil Lord of the Rings or not. I won't, but you are not allowed. <laughs> but well, if you look, you've how how long has Tolkien been dead? Just go back and go go read the books or, or watch yeah. the movies. Um, but anyway, there are so many things that don't make sense in the moment that at the culmination of all things make perfect sense. And these mm-hmm. little things that you didn't catch. And I think, yeah, in heaven we'll be experiencing that kind of satisfaction. Yeah. So I like that the song touches on that. In the waiting, in the searching, in the healing, in the hurting, like a blessing buried in the broken pieces, every minute, every moment, where I've been or where I'm going, even when I didn't know it or couldn't see it, there was Jesus. Yeah, I mean, this is comprehensive. So Jesus was there, again, past, present, future, good times and bad times. And then I really, really like, again, even when I didn't know it or couldn't see it. So this is a, a slight modification of what we were just talking about. So there were, in the previous, in the verse was, I couldn't see it then, but I can see it now. And this is even more than that, even when I didn't know it or couldn't see it. So, and again, as 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 Christians, right, we believe that God is working together all things for good for those who... Uh, love him and are called according to his purpose. And I think, again, this is a kind of colloquial way of saying that. This is a very, it's a scriptural concept that even when we, we, for God to be working, it's not required that we understand it or see it or even know that it's happening. Like we benefit from God working 
even when we don't even realize that that's happening. Pretty crazy. And there's these there's nice little images here too, right? We have broken pieces that have formed a heap of some sort that to such an extent that there's a blessing, but it's buried in it. Like you, you, at the time you look at this mound of broken pieces, maybe from the life that's collapsed and you can't Mm. see it, but there's a, there's a kind of seed of hope in there. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's vague. I mean, again, it's, it, there's not, there's the concept is clear. I would say that the, um, the, the definitions, though, are pretty, pretty hazy and unclear, but or the details are unclear. I'm so embarrassed that I said you'll never walk alone because that actually shows up later in the song. <laughs> but yeah, there are there's some vague stuff. But um, I wanted to say you watch the official music video, right? Yes, I watched something called a pop up music video which i did not know was not the official music video but if you can just imagine for a moment we have the scenes of the official music video playing on the screen Uh and then every once in a while like you're playing animal crossing or one of those games like like pokemon someone just kind of pops up and there's a little speech bubble that comes out of them Uh well members of the band and zach williams and dolly parton are speaking into what was what was behind the song and oh. if I may, this might give some clarity to some of the vague stuff in the song, or ostensibly vague. Um, okay. Zach Williams says, I'm looking back 20 years ago, I had no idea that God was with me in the moment, that he was even there through some of the toughest times in my life. I can see that he had his hand in everything I was doing. He was creating a way and allowed me to grow through these experiences. We have some comments about the filming and the the uh filming of the music video and the singing of the song, which I don't know um, are super relevant and sometimes appears crass because someone's like, I, I was diagnosed with cancer. And then Zach Williams is like, when the day we recorded, it was so cold, I had to have ice in my mouth. So I, my breath wouldn't show. And you're like, uh, one of these things is not like the other. But uh, Dolly says, when I heard the song, I thought it was one of the best songs I'd ever heard. It wasn't the time. Wow. I was wanting to do something more uplifting and I felt like it was a godsend which that's quite a compliment coming from Dolly Parton. Yeah. Well, Dolly Parton says, God has his plans and his reasons. The hard things are called lessons where I come from. So Kim says, looking over my life, every trial, every tear and heartbreak, every joy, every victory, every day, every second, there was Jesus. I couldn't and cannot live without him. Nita says, when I lost my grandparents, there was Jesus. When I lost my dad, there was Jesus. When I lost my best friend, there was Jesus. When my twins Mm. stopped drugs, there was Jesus. Amen. Cat says, if anyone was wondering where my strength comes from, it comes from Jesus. He's been in every dark moment of my life. Mm. Koshi says, in the midst of this pandemic, there's Jesus. So I think this was 2021 that this uh, kind of rose to prominence. Um, yeah. Dana says, facing a battle with cancer as I now am, this is a great reminder of him constantly by my side. He'll see me on the other side of this illness, I have no doubt. So it seems like, um, at least from the perspective of the members of the band, there's a lot packed into these words that to us might seem vague, but maybe they're vague to be a catch-all for a lot of other things. Um, sure. And I, I didn't want to um, imply that um, Zach Williams was being crass or anything in, in how his uh, comments about the ice played out. It was clear there was like a shift in the video where it's like, he says, I wanted to share some comments about this song after he comments on 
the coldness of the day and how you can see yeah. snow through the slits mm -hmm. of the barn. Mm -hmm. Ready for the next lines? Yep. For this man who needs amazing kind of grace for forgiveness and a price I couldn't pay, I'm not perfect, so I thank God every day. There was Jesus, there was Jesus. Yeah, so this is getting a little more definition. Not a lot more, but a little bit more. So we have the idea of forgiveness and not being able to pay a price. So sin isn't mentioned, but we do have forgiveness implies sin. And we also have the idea of God demanding perfection, or at least of this person not being perfect and therefore needing to thank God for that. So again, this the song is not the Westminster you know, standards. So it, it's not, it's not very detailed, and, but it's, it is starting to provide some doctrine that you can hang your, you can hang some of the more vague sentiments upon. Again, it's not a ton, but there is, there is a bit here that's good. It also references Amazing Grace, of course, which again, we've talked about maybe why that might be in other podcasts, perhaps to give the song a sense of permanence or a feeling of continuity with what came before. I don't mind that. I'm just, I'm just identifying it. But yeah. And then you got the refrain of there was Jesus. Yeah. And so I'm not perfect sets up a problem. Um, and then the, the resolution seems to come. There is Jesus or there was Jesus. I thank God for that. And yeah. it, also another point of theology that is subtle here is, uh, I thank God for forgiveness and a price I couldn't pay. I think this this rules out really works righteousness altogether. If the price yeah. is something that I couldn't pay, it's also something that I can't pay. And therefore, yeah. it, it, it's not something that I could ever take credit for. So, yep. Well, Colin, the next lines, there was Jesus on the mountains, in the valleys, there was Jesus in the shadows of the alleys. There was Jesus in the fire, in the flood, there was Jesus always is and always was. Oh, Colin, what do we have here? So again, bad times and good times, Jesus is present. So mountains and valleys is a common metaphor for the good times in life and the bad times in life. Shadows of the alleys, I'm not sure, you know, I don't think we need to read too much into it. I think it's just a way of talking about scary things, maybe. Uh, fire and the flood. So again, these are presumably times of trial, I think is what those things can mean. I don't know. I think you just interpret the song in the most simple way possible. And it's essentially saying that Jesus is there. Yep. Uh, it's, it's really straightforward at this point. It's, just, it's kind of, again, it's kind of circling around the same theme. What 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 theme would that be, Colin? <laughs> that, that Jesus was there. Oh, yeah. There was Jesus. Yeah. 
Yeah, I I did okay. I'm not gonna overcomplicate it. Uh, I've been chastised subtly in a passive aggressive Midwestern manner, uh, far mm-hmm. too much for that. But I love Midwesterners. I wondered if the fire and flood were references to the Book of Daniel or the Book of Genesis, where uh, yeah, God really was present uh, despite what looks like terrifying uh, circumstances, and not just what yeah. looks like it, but what are. Yeah. Well, Colin, uh, will you walk alone? No, I never walk alone. Never walk alone. You're always there. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't have anything really to add. I, I guess uh, I could ask a question. Um, one of the things that the song doesn't answer, which I would like it to, is, is so there's all this stuff about Jesus being there in various ways and times and places and senses, I guess you might say. But how is Jesus present? Like, what? how is Jesus most with us? And I think, the, again, the song doesn't quite tell us what that means, but I, I think we should say something about that, or I would like to say something about that. I think worship songs often will go for, and this song doesn't quite do this, but a lot of worship songs will just kind of hint that the way Jesus is there with you is in this very individualistic inner mystical kind of feeling that Jesus is with you because you, yeah, you, you, you feel him with you. And I don't think that's not true, but neither is that sufficient or, or even really all, all that comforting. The fact is Jesus is with us through his word and through his church. Like these are very tangible ways for Jesus's presence to be there. And I don't think this song excludes those things. In fact, I think if you if you have a view that Jesus is with us through scripture and through his church you can you really get that this song would have even more powerful meaning like think about if every time you tried to make it on your own and every time you tr- tried to stand and started to fall and if you were lonely you turned to God's word right i mean that is powerful that will that i mean that is Jesus right with you hmm. you know or God's church came alongside you. People that are also Christians came alongside you. So I think, again, I'm not saying the song should, I guess, say that more explicitly, but I just think we should. (laughs) Uh, You would be be missing out if your view was, after listening to the song, well, uh, I'm going to really just rely on kind of this inner voice that is Jesus. Again, not that Jesus isn't present in that way, but th- there are more tangible ways that you can access right now, which is his word and his church. Yeah. It's it's funny that those were the two places where you went because um, when I, when you, I think you said obviously or something like that, uh, Jesus is with you. I thought, yes, obviously we are indwelt with the Holy Spirit. And then you didn't go that way. <laughs> so I was thinking, yeah, we have the Holy Spirit uh, dwelling in us bodily and it yes, it's true. We are the the body of Christ. There's a reason why we use that language. Um, and but Christ says that the Helper um, will will point you know will help you remember, bring to remembrance, te- and teach you all like teach you the, these things and bring to remembrance the things that He says. Yeah. So the Holy Spirit, I guess it's implied when I say the word, like the Holy Spirit is going to point us towards Christ and point us towards His body, which is the church. Uh, fair enough. 
I, I simply was thinking of um, the Holy Spirit being consubstantial, so one substance, one essence, one nature, um, with the other two members of the Trinity, or other two persons of the Trinity, um, and that in a very real sense, Christ is with us. Um, yeah. But of course, this um, Christ is very intre- interesting as a person of the Trinity uh, because he is the one who has a physical body, who ascended to yeah. heaven in human form. And so you do really have to be careful when you talk about where Jesus is, uh, because in 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 uh, uh, of course in in the divine sense he's everywhere uh, he fills all things like we mentioned from Colossians before mm-hmm. but he also does have a human body a physical body yeah. um, that ascended to heaven so yeah this mm. it's good to be precise yeah I guess those are kind of my concluding thoughts I suppose too okay I don't know what are your concluding thoughts yeah uh, I don't have anything else to say. It's kind of right. cool that Dolly Parton was there. Yeah. And there's a, did you watch the music video? Of course. Do you know what the story is? I couldn't make it. I couldn't piece it together. Well, I have thoughts on that and I was going to share them when I gave my rating. Well, share them now. <laughs> okay. Well, my rating, my rating is two out of five sudden dudes. And, uh, uh the two, because, Wow. Um, well, I think this song has some great sentiments. Two. Um yeah, I just uh I just don't think there's enough there. I, I just Wow. I really don't. Now, I'd give it like uh, give it a two star in that if we're just talking about a song to listen to in the car, it probably bumps up to a 3. But if we're thinking about a song to be sung in church, um and I think this song is being sung in churches, um I I don't think it crosses the bar. So we don't have a 2.5. So I'm going, I'm, I'm, I'm erring on the side of the two. Um, but the sudden dudes thing. So when I, so the music video is really weird. It's like um, some guy in like a, an old pickup truck, which by the way, Tyler, have you ever ridden in a pickup truck like that with like a cloth seat and almost no seat belts? Bumpy. Yeah. Yeah. It like took me right back. It's like this, this pickup truck from maybe the late seventies, early 80s. You can almost hear the cl- engine running, even though. Yeah. yeah. It's got, got a cloth seat and like minimal, like these trucks had like minimal insulation or, you know, like you could hear everything. And it, interestingly and importantly for the music video, it has that mirror that's mounted on yes. the side through a metal bracket that just sits right yes. on the body of the car. That's right. And and so, I don't know, like at first I thought, oh, this music video is going to be about this guy's wife and kid dying because he's like, there are these scenes where like the guy's driving the truck and he looks kind of upset and he's looking at a picture of this woman and a kid. And then there's, there's like, it, it's like spliced with other scenes where he's actually with the woman and she's pregnant and they're, they're clearly like some domestic struggling. dispute of some sort. Yeah. And so then what you realize eventually is going on is I think the guy wants the woman, like their bills, and they're, he's seeing how expensive this is all going to be. And the guy is like, they have a huge fight over this. And so then the guy just like drives away and he's um, and he's just like sitting with his truck. And then you get the sudden dudes. It's like, the, it's, yeah. like all, it's like four guys yeah. just like are suddenly out in the middle of the field somehow. And it's not Robin and Hood walk and his up. merry band. It's, it's buddies. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and a racially diverse group of friends come up and they, they give him a, a check. And that makes it all better. 
And so oh, he's, I missed so he's the like, check. Oh, I didn't know. I, yeah, so they give that's him why a I check. Tell what was going on. Yeah, so they give him a check, and he's like, "Oh, okay. Well, I guess I can. We can have the baby now." So um, I, I don't know. Like in some ways, that video is nice because it does portray the idea of the church. I, you know, let's let's assume that those guys are Christians, and that 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 dude is a Christian, and the church comes alongside this guy and gives him material help to help him make the right decision like that that's that'd be a sense of jesus that would be jesus ministering in a very practical way to people through his body on the other hand i found it a little troubling because it's like well did the guy change his mind like 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 did did what was the the guy's problem wasn't that he didn't have enough money and that was he was somehow weighing the value of his child's life you know against a few bills and it's almost like having the money allowed him to bypass making a moral improvement. Mm. Like it may like who's to say he wouldn't run, make the same decision again. Mm-hmm. Like did he did he actually change his mind about the value of human life and what it means to be made in God's image, you know, or did he just have the circumstances change? Okay. I don't know. So so anyway, that's a long explanation of the video, but I I I was uncomfortable in some ways. That makes sense. And it was only more confusing because um, Zach Williams appears in different scenes throughout the music video and he dresses similarly to the protagonist yeah, of the video. That's true. They both, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but they both kind of have this uh, kind of Western hippie vibe, you know, or hipster, yeah. not hippie. Like they both have the kind of cowboy aesthetic, but it's cl- with a little bit of flannel. Yeah, yeah. It's like flannel and, and craft beer and coffee and. Um, yeah. But clearly purposeful, right? Not in a oh, cash, yeah. not, the felt yeah. hat that he's wearing in the field is not worn in any way from manual labor in the field, right? Right. So, but but like he pops in and out. So I keep wondering, like, is he going to show up? Like, is is he going to hop in this guy's truck? But he doesn't. And then I th- I honestly thought the wife died in childbirth. That's or the girlfriend yeah. died in childbirth, and then he was yeah. remembering this horrible last conversation he had with her. Yeah. Um, well, anyway. Wow. Okay. We are going to have some comments on this episode, I am sure. <laughs> well, Tyler, you didn't give your rating yet. No. I like this song more than you do, Colin. Um, Good. But funnily enough, I wrote, the person declares they need forgiveness. They declare there's a price they couldn't pay. They have their experience. Their, they need grace. Um, and this grace comes in the form of Jesus. I think there's, there's a, a lot here that's worthwhile. Um, so I'm not going to change it. Listeners, you can tell me if I'm uh, crazy. I'm giving this four out of five barns just because Dolly Parton said it was so cold that day. You can see, you can see snowflakes, uh, through the light shining, uh, into the barn from outside. So yeah, four out of five and a two out of five. It's good to have a two point split on a song. Hmm. I think we'll have, uh, we need more of those Colin. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Good. Well, listeners, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of The Worship. <laughs> it's good that you came back to it. That's good. You should finish it that way. That's good. Live from the Grand Old Opry, <laughs> it's The Worship Review! <clears throat> yeah! Well, listeners, thank you for tuning into this week's episode of The Worship Review. We ask that you'll share this podcast with your friends. If you have comments, questions, angry letters, 
uh, send them to feedback at the worship review.com. Check out our website and uh, follow us on Twitter. Thank you so much for your listening and for your support. And we are looking forward to being with you again next Monday. Take care. Bye. <laughs> You've been listening to the worship review. Please subscribe to the podcast, leave a comment, or email us at feedback at theworshipreview.com. We accept donations at anchor.fm slash theworshipreview and patreon.com slash theworshipreview. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.